everyone. It's Michelle at Divine's Purpose. If you are new to the podcast, well, welcome to Remembrance. If you are returning, what is popping? Today, I have my first guest of 2021, and I couldn't be more happier because she's my sister. She's my love. She's my heart. She's known me all my life. And she's a beautiful divine feminine. I am very proud and honored to have her on. So could you please introduce yourself to the people? Well, good morning, everyone, or good day. My name's Rima, and I'm Michelle's sister. Yeah, she is my Yay. sister. Like my, real, my real sister, the blood sister. And um, I'm so happy to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on and speaking your truth. Thanks for having me. Of course. So today the subject is L-O-V-E, love. And I think that especially at this specific moment in time, you know, in 2021, when a lot of people are really being exposed to a lot of truths and their own healing, love and the inspiration of love is so needed. So um, I'm just going to jump right in. What is love to you? Honestly, I think love, first and foremost, is trust. And the reason why I say that is because we really can't move forward in life without trusting each step that goes our way, like waking up in the morning and trusting that the universe has our back is love because without trust, you can't love yourself. You can't love your journey. You can't love the process. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, I would say trust is what love is. And I can give examples, but I mean, that's the first word that comes to me for sure through experience. That's beautiful. And I feel like, you know, trust is so key, you know, and for me, when I think of love, I think of God Mm -hmm. Um, because love is God and God is love. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and the thing is you need to have trust to believe in something greater than you. Right. Exactly. When trust comes into your energy field as the first motion or word that comes to you give us a prime example of what trust looks like to you in your reality well there's so many elements of trust but let's bring it down to like the nitty-gritty lowest of low and then bring it up you know we are all human and we all experience different things in life and when we are experiencing the worst of the worst the only way to get out of that is to trust that everything will be okay And when you learn that all the lessons in your life are meant for you, you know, to learn to to move up and remove the veil to be the better, the best version of yourself. And you learn that the universe is doing all it's all it can to do to to help you get there. That trust is very important for you to feel the love of the blessing after that lesson comes. Another example is when you meet someone, let's say we're all, we all want love in every way, but if you meet a partner in your life, how are you supposed to love them if you can't trust them? If you can't put your full vulnerability of emotions and um, feelings within them, if you don't trust them, how can you truly love them? And that also goes to self. How can you love anybody else if you don't even trust yourself? So I just feel like with those examples of learning to trust, obviously, and that's letting go of a lot of things in your life, it comes with healing, obviously. When you start to believe that everything is kind of working out for your best good, you then fully trust that 
all the things, even the bad things are meant to happen for you to grow, to be the best version of yourself. Absolutely. And I love that you are reflecting on self-love because trust actually does come in when you are open to actually trusting yourself because Mm -hmm. a lot of people are wanting things outside of them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, to take accountability and responsibility of your self-love is key to what really love is and how to find love. So can you share a little bit about your self-love journey over the course? Yeah. Um, Let me just put this on. So my self-love journey is, I think, a long one for everybody. And I believe that in order for us to find love, we have to do, we have to go through the depths of healing. Um, Some of us were very blessed to have parents who probably let us be authentic in ourselves and let us guide through our own journeys. But some of us didn't have that. And you have to kind of, there comes a point in your life, and I believe you call it the, the dark night of the soul, where you are in the depths of suffering. And there is only two choices, fear and continue going in fear or love. And for me, it was, it was a pivotal moment in my life where I thought, you know, there's something that needs to change because I continue to suffer. And for me to do that, I had to take courage. And I believe that all of us have the courage within us to find that love and to heal the wounds that we have had through our lives and maybe past lives, but I'm going to talk about this life. Um, and really find the person we are. We're all one. We all want the same thing, which is peace and love, essentially, you know, and to go through that, I had to go through a few things and I'm very blessed to have fibromyalgia. I say that now because before I thought it was, uh, you know, why me, why am I in so much pain? And fibromyalgia is a chronic pain illness that we have. I have that triggers my body where I'm in agony, But that pain was a blessing because my body was telling me that I was not in alignment and that something needed to change. And when my body starts to feel pain, it's telling me, Rima, you need to do something different. Mm -hmm. And that helped me bring the love within me. Pain pushes vision. So the journey has taken some time. I'm still working on it. I'm, I'm working on how to navigate through life with grace. Um, but I love myself and I don't love the, you know, my body temple is a beautiful thing that has been given to me, but I love the person I am internally. My soul is a beautiful being and it starts from that. We have to kind of remove what society thinks is beautiful and really look within. And then that takes time, healing, accountability, you know? Of course. Yeah. And it's true because, you know, we are divine. We are co-creators with God. So if God made us in our image, then we are perfect. Mm-hmm. It's the human self that makes us feel less than right. through the motion of the separation. And I love how you said pain gives you um, vision because the duality of love is pain. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there's two sides to every coin. And you can't have love without fear. Mm-hmm. The challenge is, is to really recognize the fear, get out of the victim mentality like you were stating in regards to when you did have fibromyalgia the first time and really see the light in that shadow. Um, let me go into the duality of love, which is pain, because people hate that it's the thing, but it's the truth. We can't have one without the other. So within 
Um, so, so within, so without, as above, so below. When it comes to duality for you, when it comes to love, what is your meaning of duality of love? Well, everybody has different meanings. And what I'm trying to, I'm, I'm understanding what you're asking is in order to feel, let's say the grace of love of that moment of stillness of peace, you have to go through something, which I guess is the other side of, of which you call pain and go through that motion to really appreciate the beauty on the other side. So that's the duality for me. I know now that when I'm going through a lesson and that's what I call it or assignment from the universe, because I feel like it's an assignment, you go through this suffering that in the moment feels so bad. You're thinking you can go to victim mode and say, why me and have a Blaine story and all of that wonderfulness that us humans do. Or you could finally change and say, what am I here to learn today? What is the universe trying to help me unfold to be at my best, highest self? And when you surrender to that, you find the other side of like peace and blessings. And it's just this moment. And that's what I call God is that moment. God is within us with all sides. But when you really feel it is when you're within your true self at the highest potential on the other side. And that's love. And as you say, God, you feel that higher self. That's my version of duality. Yeah, that's perfect. And it's true because, you know, in the, in the world that we're in, it's like, you know, people, people long for love, peace, harmony. But you can't ignore what's on the other side of it because that's just the life that we live in. Mm-hmm. So finding that for you, what is your day-to-day um, routine like? Because you live a very busy life. Um, mm-hmm. If you are led to share a little bit about your personal life, please do. But what is your daily routine like to really connect with that energy? Well, um, I'm a mom of one beautiful, spicy little girl. And mm-hmm. uh, we live in a very small condo with no balcony. I'm with my, my life soul partner as well. And we have a little puppy. So um, we're doing homeschool. You know, we're in this little place. I started work again. And life is as any parent has. It's just you go with the flow. Um, you know, in the past, when COVID started, it was difficult, right? Like you are different in a little box facing yourselves in the mirror and each other and feeling the energy. But, um, I can say now my life is really blessed. I have all my needs met and I'm, I'm very happy, but it's a busy life. I I mean, listen, we have to make time for ourselves during all of this. And there was a moment in time where I wasn't doing that and ego crept in and negativity crept in, victimization crept in. And I was thinking, and I had to understand that I needed time for me too. You know, we all need to fill our buckets. We take showers every day. We need to do internal showers every day by giving us, you know, nature or whatever space we have. Like, listen, we all can't go and, you know, go to India and do these wonderful sessions and and have the spiritual, you know, awakening. We have to kind of do with what we have. And right now it's winter. It's beautiful. There's abundance of snow. And I just go into nature and really just sit still with my coffee and, and listen to some podcasts and, and refresh my, my soul with some positivity. And we really can't linger on the negative. We have to really focus on 
our gratitude and positive things that we have going on in our lives. But yeah, my day to day is busy. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And sometimes it's really crazy. And we try to be like open with, with uh, our daughter and just try to show her through example, good and bad. Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's the COVID way now. So that's what we're living through. If that's what you're yeah. asking. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. That's okay. amazing. I love that you said like going to India and going to a uh, retreat because it's so true. So many people want to feel this enlightenment and they go to retreat, but then they go home and do the same thing over again. Yeah. The whole point of this journey, the whole point of ascension, the whole point of your remembrance is to be it, to embody it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's important too, for a lot of people who are parents and through the motion of doing all these different things, AKA rewinding time and having homeschool and not having time for yourself. Um, yeah. I, I, I love to hear how parents actually take time for themselves to do what you need to do because every day there's always a healing motion for you to connect to love. Right. Yeah. Um, this is an energy that I would love to um, start finishing off with, with the podcast. And I would love to talk about the love that you share with your partner. Um, do you want to share a little bit about your love story? Um, I'll share as much as I can only because <clears throat> I haven't discussed it with my partner and we're very private, but what I can share it. So um, I've met my soul partner and it is a very beautiful spiritual partnership. Um, you know, growing up, I always thought that I needed a man to kind of give me happiness and, I worked on myself a lot to know that that's, that's not the truth. And you both have to kind of bring self-love within uh, a union in order for it to work. And we both bring love into the relationship and we have learned to kind of give ourselves that space in order for us to go through our own journeys. Love between us is unconditional. It's really beautiful. We have our struggles, obviously, with being locked up in a small space and we communicate and we trust each other to the fullest that we ensure that we we do things for each other. And, you know, we've come to a pivotal moment that when you are in a relationship, you can't say like, this is what I want in a, I'm going to say in a man because it's what will fulfill me. You know, we have to look at it the loving way is what can I do or who can I be to fulfill myself, to be the best partner I can be for this person and vice versa? How can I make him or help him get through this with love instead of saying like, okay, you know, you've gone through your hard times, like move on. Let's, 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 let's all move on here now. How can we find love and grace to be patient with the other person for them to get through their journey because we're all going through it. And um, so I'm really blessed to have a partner that I can be my true authentic self with who loves me through my flaws and all who sits with me in my darkness, but also tries to make me smile within the darkness. And then when we see each other, I always say, you know, the, the movie, the notebook, yeah, of course. Okay. And, and I'm not sure if anybody's seen it, but in the end, um, they're older, they're in the hospital, they're together and the woman has Alzheimer's. So she is, she never remembers things. She has to kind of like hear a story to remember things. I feel we're all sometimes, we all have Alzheimer's in a way where we are sleeping 
and we yes. don't remember who we are. Yes. And in that one moment, she wakes up and she looks at him and she sees him mm-hmm. and he sees her. And it's the moment where you see each other and that is love. That is that godly power where all the noise stops and you are so connected that you see each other, even if it's just for a moment before all that noise comes back. And to me, that's what I have with my spiritual partner. There could be so much noise, but then when we see each other, we're like, okay, we're here. Let's enjoy it. And then let's continue. You know, it's, it's that kind of partnership and it's beautiful. And it, it, uh, I'm really grateful for it. And, you know, in life we realize, you know, whatever happens to our relationship, I'm grateful for the moments I had with him or have with him because it's brought me to where I am today. So yes, that's, that's yeah, that is so true because a lot of us have grown up in um, thinking that relationships are based out of the material and the ego, which is human love, but you're experiencing spiritual love. So when you can see each other as a soul versus the human part, first and foremost, that's very magical. So let me throw a question right back to you. What has that type of spiritual love taught you on your own self-love journey? Um, It's really taught me that whatever my, let's say like my body temple, my looks and all that, that, they don't really matter. I really, it's taught me that I have to work on myself within and be happy and content with how I lead my life through my soul and my, and and the grace of my soul. Um, Self-love I thought had to be, you know, accepting and looking a certain way, but it really isn't like, I mean, yeah, okay. Our bodies are our bodies and we want to kind of look good and feel good and be sexy and all of that stuff. I mean, that's the goddess energy for sure. Mm -hmm. But primarily I feel like I need to, work on my internal self and that's the goddess and within me that's who I'm like yes girl you got this you are so beautiful you are so kind you are so compassionate you're a great person you're a great mother you're a great sister and and then it shines through you and that's the light that you see and the beauty kind of shines out from that and all the other stuff you kind of accept like I used to have issues with my height I'm six one it was a really hard struggle for me. Really, really oh, hard. Water, y'all. But it was a struggle. And yeah, I, I realized, but then when you're in a relationship with somebody who is not, you know, your height, for example, you don't even see it anymore because you just see the person's soul. It doesn't even matter. It really yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, because you're detaching from the physical and you're opening your spiritual eyes so you see the soul. Well, yeah. Well, you know, we're going to shed this body eventually and our soul will continue. So I'm really grateful for the shell that I have and I'm going to do everything I can to take care of it. But it's not it's not what defines me. And I think that was the biggest part of my self-love journey was really finding who I was within and I'm really working on my ego. Like I'm working on the negativity that the mind keeps coming. And and it's like a reinforcement of, we have like 80,000 thoughts a day of some sort and 60,000 is negative. Like that's just what, what the studies show. And I'm really, not really, but yes, (laughs) but you know, listen, I, I'm not, I I don't have the exact numbers, but it's just, that's very, that's a lot. And I can understand why people have such hard times going through your day because of all the negativity. And when we bring negativity, we, we embrace it and become it. And so I'm really working on trying to trust that 
everything is happening for a reason and, and quieting the mind. Like it's, it's something I'm working on every single day. And I feel like once I get there, I will be fully at like serving peace, but it's, it's something that I need to work on. I don't, I'm not going to focus on my looks and all this other stuff right now. I'm focusing on my mind and how to maintain it because everything else will come after that. Absolutely. And it's so funny how they're asking me to ask you, which is so funny. Um, You understand the concept of Christ consciousness. Yes. In some ways. Yeah. In some ways. Okay. They're asking me to ask you, what have you learned and used as a tool under Christ consciousness? Because Christ consciousness is the highest form of ascension, which you are rising into. So it's truly what love really is. The definition of love. So in your experience on this specific moment in time in your journey, what has been the biggest tool Christ consciousness has taught you? So this is where I'm going to be totally blunt. Like Christ consciousness definitely is a name of a sort like that you're using to the highest good. And that's beautiful. And we all have ways of experiencing it and naming it. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're talking about the highest good of God or the universe or the highest power, because like, I mean, I like to just refer to myself, it's teaching me. And, and this is my own beliefs. We all have God within us. We all have it. Um, And everybody's journeys are different. So we all are going to experience it in a very different way. It, each person will always have something new to say. And that's what is beautiful because we learn from each other. I think that when I get there and I'm getting there, it's just to really know who I was born to be. That the beautiful soul that had entered my body, which had no meaning, no judgment, no education on what is named or this and that. For example, we were born, when we were born, we saw a bird and we were told it was a bird. It's no longer a beautiful thing that flies. We're just, we know it's a bird and that's it. There's no more curiosity about it, right? So I'm trying to learn that nothing has a name and we're all one and that the highest power within myself is the truth of my soul. And that's love to me. Like that's the highest power of love and to ensure that I embrace that and pass it on to everybody else through the, through the action. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that because there's such an awareness there and you're Mm -hmm. right. Everybody's reality is their own. And that's the whole point of awakening and raising up your consciousness. So beautifully said. Um, So to finish off, um, you know, to speak about love, I always say first, you got to start within so you can really fill your own cup of love. So the may your cup runneth over and then you can give to others. So Mm -hmm. the last thing here I would probably ask of you is what do you want to share with everybody when it comes to the energy of love? What does your heart feel like sharing today? Well, everybody, listen, we're all experiencing life together right now. And it's a beautiful thing because now we have something in common, COVID. And it may feel rough and there may be times where you feel like you're stuck and, and I get it. I understand it. What I can recommend is this, try to find a path where you're going to learn about your true self by healing your past wounds. Try to get out of your negative ego and look at the gratitude that you do have. You may be suffering, but just know that that suffering is leading you to your highest self. If you're saying one day, God, please give me strength. You will be triggered and given 
things in your life that will build that strength. Just remember what you ask, you will receive. So my love to you is that we're all in this together. I pray that you find the inner peace within your soul by healing all the wounds that you have and just know you're not alone. That's all I can say. That's beautiful. That's all you need to say. It's very true, you know, and you know, we're all in this together and everybody is doing the best that they can. Mm -hmm. And you know, this type of message is perfect for those who feel like they need a little bit more willpower and a little bit more strength, especially right now we're in the full moon in Leo and the lion represents the strength and the courage. So, you know, thank you for your courage. Thank you for your strength. Um, I am very proud of you. You know, experiencing this with you has been a very beautiful gift and, um, you know, you know how much I love you and there's not enough words for the feeling, but, um, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart, your energy and your words with people today, honey. Oh, thank you. I love you so much unconditionally. And you're doing such a great job by healing other others and getting out of their shadows so they can rise above. So good job on you. And I love you unconditionally and forever and ever. And ever and ever, girl. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Much love. Enjoy the full moon. And um, thank you again, my love, for coming on. I love you. You're so welcome. I love you, too.